From the alley-oops at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off-season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast Time. Welcome to the show. Talking Darrell Luter Jr. Cornerback. This is going to be absolutely fantastic. A fifth round gem. Well, I'm going to tell you why I think that could be the case. And I'm not just going to be the only one. I'm going to let Steve Wilkes tell you too. Because we got some sound from Steve Wilkes, the 49ers new defensive coordinator, as he talks to Darrell Luter on the phone. But this is going to be a really good episode because I want to get into how the 49ers go about locating these gems and then strike and also what he's going to mean for this 49ers roster. It's a pretty deep secondary, lots of really talented football players, and they continue to add every single draft with more cornerbacks. They have been striking on these guys pretty consistently, and Darrell Luter seems to be the next one. Now, he's the only one I got right on my final mock draft. Yeah, I drafted Darrell Luter Jr. in my final mock draft, and he made it onto the team. I had kind of teased a couple other guys, but this is the only one I got right, so I got to hang my hat on Darrell Luter Jr. And who is Darrell Luter Jr.? Well, he's a very, very good football player that's had a lot of success in college football. Uh, he's six foot tall, 189 pounds. He's probably going to be around 195 when it's time for him to suit up, so he fits right within the 49ers. You know, wheelhouse as far as players that they like. He runs a 4-4, so he's got plenty of speed to be able to flip his hips and run with wide receivers. He does have a really, really good arm span at 77.78. That's really good for a corner, especially a cornerback at his height. So he's going to have a lot of length and be able to latch onto these receivers and run with them. So he's a very, very exciting player that I think the 49ers we're excited to get, especially in the fifth round range where they got him at 155. Seems to be a solid range. So let's hear what Steve Wilkes had to say about Darrell Luter Jr. We're excited about you, uh, your length, man, just your physicality. You bring in everything that we want, everything that we look for in our corner. So uh, excited about this. Enjoy, enjoy this time with you and your family, and then uh, we'll set you up and get you out here as soon as possible. Wilkes said it. I mean, he's a fit, right? He fits what the 49ers do. Uh, it's it's what they're looking for, and, and Darrell Luter Jr. is a guy. And who am I to argue with Steve Wilkes? He's definitely a secondary guy, coach that has a lot of confidence in what he sees, not only at cornerback, but at safety as well. He's very in tune with what his defense needs, and he goes out and he selects guys that fit within that. He brings in guys like Isaiah Oliver that fit what he's trying to do. Uh, so he's he's a guy that I have a lot of value in his thinking because he's also going to be the one that's pulling the strings for this defense this year. Uh, so Darrell Luter Jr. comes into a pretty crowded cornerback room, and there's been question marks surrounding this cornerback room for year, for years. Uh, players like Akilda Witherspoon have kind of fizzled out. Emmanuel Mosley left in free agency. So they've got Charvarius Ward. But then on the other side, I think, is where you start getting the questions. Yamato Lenore played so well, I would expect him to be the number one guy coming into camp. Uh, number one on that other side, opposite of Traveris Ward, that is. So there's got to be competition, though, for him. Ambry Thomas, the third-round pick out of Michigan, hasn't really been able to live up to expectations. He was an Adam Peters guy, another guy we extremely value his opinion. 
but he has not been able to get back on the field after his 2021 performance. He did pretty good. He was able to hang in there in the NFL season and played some significant snaps in the playoffs. But it looks like he's fallen on a little bit of hard times as the 49ers are just not as interested and they're looking to bring guys in. Last year's selection of Samuel Womack made it believe that the 49ers are ready to go Womack in the nickel, uh, but they didn't. He went, he played the first two games, then they went to Diamond Lenore. Barring an injury from Emmanuel Mosley, Diamond Lenore probably would have started all those games at nickel. Now, with Lenore moving to the outside, you would normally think that opens the door for Sam Womack. But they went out and they signed Isaiah Oliver. So they have really, really good talent and a lot of competition. And I think they wanted to add that to this roster with Daryl Lutter Jr. Uh, Lutter's size and length give him the ability to play on the outside. A lot like Samuel Womack with the long arms. They're able to go ahead and play on the outside and compete with these bigger wide receivers. Having that ability to be able to get the arm up and through and knock a football away. So where exactly does Daryl Lutter fit? Well, I think he fits right in the middle of this secondary with versatility the way they like it. Right now, they've got some guys that can play inside and out. Isaiah Oliver's one of them, Diamond Lenore being the other. Those two guys right there, coupled with Miles Hartsfield, uh, give you the ability to have some guys that can play on the interior. But uh, with two of those guys being able to play on the outside, now you add Daryl Lutter Jr. This is where it gets interesting, and this is where Ambry Thomas could be in trouble. Uh, barring an injury that one of these guys is probably not going to make the roster right now Isaiah Oliver you would think would be locked into a nice competition with Sam Womack with Letter Jr. in a battle on the outside with Ambry Thomas to be one of the first corners to come in so this is a very interesting room with a lot of talent I think this is exactly what the 49ers will want if you look overall at size measurables uh, Letter Jr. and Ambry Thomas are very similar both six foot both nearly 200 pounds so this makes a lot of sense for the 49ers. Now, the cool thing about Letter Jr. is the way that he reads defenses, he does or reads offenses. He does a very good job of knowing how to match up and how to play against them. Now, one of the most ridiculous things is in 2021, when he played 10 games at five in 541 snaps, he only gave up a quarterback rating with targeted of 3.9. That is absolutely astonishing, absolutely ridiculous, the amount of ability that he was showing there. Now, he's at South Alabama. It's a little bit of a different story uh, compared to the guys he's going to be going against in the NFL. But just to lock down some one side of the defense the way that he did or one side of the offense is absolutely ridiculous. He also, in that same exact year, totaled 10 pass breakups and four interceptions. Getting his hands on the football and being able to make plays is something that he does. And we've seen the 49ers transition to secondary players that are being able to make plays on the football, that have good ball skills. Diamond Lenore was able to come up with some interceptions last year. Tarverius Ward got his hands on some footballs. We've seen it primarily with the safeties, as both safeties were able to make the ball or make a lot of plays on the ball. So Darrell Letter Jr. is an interesting guy. Is he an instant starter over Diamond Lenore? I don't think so. Is he a guy that can come in and battle for playing time in the beginning? Absolutely. The other thing that he does really well is he plays good against the run. He's a guy that can come up and run fits and make tackles. He can blow up screens. He's not afraid to get physical. That mentality is something the 49ers have definitely wanted to display with their secondary players. Maybe a reason that somebody like Ambry Thomas has kind of fallen off a little bit. 
Haven't seen the aggressive nature like you see from Diamond or Lenore, like you saw from Sam Womack, like you saw from Emmanuel Mosley. Big physical corners that can go out there and make some plays on the football is what the 49ers are looking for. And Darrell Lutter Jr. seems to be right down that alley. You throw in the fact you got a recommendation from Steve Wilkes, start to think maybe the 49ers hit on a fifth-round gem again. Why do we say they've hit on so many fifth-round gems? Because just recently, they've hit on two in the secondary. Yamar Lenore, probably going to start at right cornerback this year. Alano Hufanga, starting at safety again this year. Was an all-pro last year. If success can remain the same, we could have another gem on our hands for the San Francisco 49ers. Really, really excited about what he could mean for the 49ers and how the 49ers can use him. I think eventually he can develop into challenging for Diamond Lenore's job or be able to slide into the outside with Lenore moving inside. The 49ers are building a secondary that can continue to grow through many years. Traverius Ward will be the mainstay at corner, but everybody else is moving around. So we're going to have some battles. Isaiah Oliver is going to be battling in the nickel corner spot with Sam Womack, and Daryl Lutter Jr. is probably going to be battling for with Ambry Thomas to make this roster. So the 49ers are all about competition. The 49ers are all about finding players that can get it done, and Daryl Letter Jr. can do it. You throw in the fact that he has the length to be able to lock onto these corners and run with them. He's very good at matching uh, receivers and mirroring their movements. His intelligence to be able to understand exactly what a coordinator is trying to do, playing against the wide receiver, I think he's going to be able to transition very well to the NFL. He makes a lot of sense. He was a solid fifth-round pick for the San Francisco 49ers, and I'm curious exactly how quickly he's able to make an impact. He will be asked to play special teams, and with his length and speed, he should be a very, very good special teams player and maybe even a gunner that the 49ers can use on punts. So Daryl Lutter Jr. will make an impact in 2023. How big of an impact? That's going to depend on how quickly he can transition to this 49ers defense and how comfortable he feels with the physicality at which he's going to have to play with against the 49ers receivers in training camp and then the rest of the NFL. But what will that mean for Ambry Thomas? Only time is going to tell. But the 49ers are definitely not resting on their laurels. They're making sure they're going out there and getting players that can consistently compete every single year at the cornerback position. 49ers draft more cornerbacks than any other position in the draft, and they're going to continue that probably as long as Kyle Shannon and John Lynch are here. Competition is here to stay, whether it's in the draft or free agency. And let's see if Daryl Lutter Jr. can make a huge impact on this San Francisco 49ers defense. Thank you so much for watching this episode about Daryl Lutter Jr. and the fact that he could be another fifth-round gym for the San Francisco 49ers. I think it's all lining up for him to be. He's got the size. He's got the intelligence. He's got the work ethic. And he's got Steve Wilkes signing off on that as well. So I'm super excited about it. Let me know what you think about Daryl Lutter Jr. And if you think he's going to be a fifth round gym. Or if you think they should have went a different route in the draft. I also would ask you, please like the video if you haven't already. I really appreciate that. And hey, if you're watching this and this is your first time on the channel, subscribe. I really appreciate it. Or maybe you've been watching videos and you haven't subscribed yet. No time's better than the present. It doesn't cost you a single dime, but it does go to help the channel and help me out. So I really appreciate that so much. But thank you guys all for watching. I really appreciate it. 
But until next time, stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.